Jacinda Ardern isn't even in the maternity ward yet, but the mice are already starting to play and causing trouble. And on the surface of things, stuff seems to be unravelling this week amongst the B team of the government without the adults to keep them in check. We seem to have a government that has a few people talking talk, but not walking walk. So who? Well, Shane Jones. Shane Jones is back to his bluster, with his ego fully unchecked, calling himself the first citizen of the regions. He's taken aim at Fonterra and its chairman, John Wilson, saying that something is deeply wrong and calling for Wilson to take a cab out of town. He actually let himself down, though, when asked for specifics of his concerns with the co-op this morning with Mike Hosking. He couldn't answer that one. It appears that Shane has spoken to some farmers who have some grumbles. Well, that's not news. So he's decided to grumble again. But without the knowledge to substantiate his claims, he looks like a grandstander rampaging around in a sector he doesn't know much about. And farmers are already suspicious that this government doesn't really understand their sector. And Shane's outburst won't set their mind at rest. In fact, as I understand it, farmers did not appreciate the minister going off half-cocked at Fonterra. And well, I'll check that out with Rowena Duncan, who's at uh, uh, the field days later in the program. Then we had Kelvin Davis. So Kelvin took to the stage to announce a new prison and mental health facility at Waikaria. 500 prison beds and 100 mental health beds, which is a nice move, the mental health beds. Now, this is a shift from the previously proposed mega prison. And while I'm no supporter of industrial complex size corrective units, there's still the glaring problem that we already have more prisoners than beds and it's going to get worse. So the mega prison, I'll take you back, the mega prison was going to provide between 1,500 to 2,000 new beds for a billion dollars. Instead, we build a new prison to replace the rotting one at a cost of $750 million. Now, that looks worse when you realise that once all the new beds are built and the old prison decommissioned, it will result in just 174 additional beds for corrections. All that money, $750 million for 174 extra beds. And deep in the announcement was the revelation that two-thirds of those 500 prisoners in the spiffy new prison will be double-bunked. And then when asked what the government will do when the prison muster hits 12,000, as it's predicted to do in the next few years, Kelvin said we'll put mattresses on the floor. Come on now, we needed 1,500 to 2,000 beds. Build small prisons, sure, but surely the idea would have been to have built three of them. Of course, Kelvin says that with Andrew Little's changes to the justice system, we'll have less people in jail. Well, based on how easily the three strikes repeal fell apart this week, you have to wonder how long that will take. Pie-in-the-sky hopes of a brave new future are no answer to the cold, hard reality of today. And don't even start me on Eugenie Sage, the Greens and the water bottling plant. They didn't seem to realise that if you get elected on a policy... You have to implement it in law or else you make no change at all. So there we have it. Three people, three issues, a lot of talk, not much walk in the basics of running the country.